Just Jenny. That's all. Right here on Sirius XM Stars. All right. Let me get to my guest. Um, now I'm using words like brave to, to describe her. Uh, Lauren Sivan is with me. And you are brave. I don't want to make light of it. I think you're amazing. And you know that. And I, and I had texted you when I heard the story and I heard it was you telling the story, Lauren. Um, and you know, you and I are the kind of people and and your friend, Jenny Johnson, who, who joke about the most serious stuff that happens in our lives. Cause there's almost another way to no other way to deal with it. Sure. Right. Cause it's just other, what are you going to do? Get in your bed and never get out. Right. Right. We also all, work on news in some level, right? right. And news can yeah. be so, so macabre, so depressing sometimes. You, you kind of have to make light of some of the awful things that go on in the world. Otherwise, we would just, we would never get by. It's totally true. So let's start at the beginning. Lauren Savon is a reporter out of L.A. Uh, on the Fox Pilliot in L.A. She is one of the first women to come forward in this Harvey Weinstein story. Um, she tell the story, tell what happened. I mean, I know you were on Megyn Kelly yesterday talking about it. I thought you did a great job. Um, and then after that, you heard that um, you and everybody were slut shamed by Donna Karen. And oh, yeah. Y- yeah. So uh, tell what happened with you and Harvey Weinstein and then tell how the, the, the words that Donna Karen said, what she said, how that made you feel and, and sort of where you are right now. Um, okay. I mean, just to briefly go through it, cause I just feel like I'm telling this disgusting story all over town. It's okay. Um, you know, the, the, uh, the, it happened to you. So article, honestly, yeah, the writer of the that's the gross article, part. Really, she detailed it in, in quite explicit detail. I mean, basically I'd like been sat next to Harvey Weinstein at a dinner party in New York city. I didn't know him. He introduced himself kind, lovely, um, we chatted about politics, we chatted about news, we chatted about history. You know, it was it was very flattering to be taken seriously by someone of his stature. Um, there was no hint of any, you know, inappropriate behavior at that point or anything sexual going on. It was just a, a lovely, you know, New York City dinner party conversation. Um, later in the evening, when we moved to a different venue, he said that he owned the place and would I like a tour of the kitchen and the restaurant downstairs. And I really didn't think anything of it. I didn't think that, that was dangerous at the time. Um, um, so I followed him. And, uh, you know, to, to make this story as brief and not to cross out your listeners, um, he walked me down there and there was no one there. And he cornered me where I couldn't get past him. And he exposed himself and then eventually ejaculated into a potted plant. Right. And that As my husband was, said this afternoon when we were walking the dogs, he said, oh, look, honey, there's a bush. I'm going to go jerk off into it. Yeah. I mean, you know, and he was kidding. Years, obviously, he was joke, saying he was joking. You know, right. But, like he was kidding because we were talking about Harvey Weinstein and how disgusting the whole thing yeah. is. And I'm like, dude, that's my friend. That happened to my friend. I, I know. I mean, look, even my mom jokes about it because I told her so long ago. And of course, she was horrified when she heard it. Um, you know, I told plenty of people throughout the years, anytime his name came up and anytime someone, you know, said that they were working with him or they wanted to work with him. Or I mean, I, you know, I would always tell this story. It wasn't like I kept it a secret. I just never went public with it because I never really wanted my name attached to something like that. And of course, right. I already, 
always feared retribution from him. I mean, I'm not an actress in Hollywood, but one phone call from Harvey Weinstein can definitely sideline your career. So that's right. That's right. Um, so then so that was after why you, I just, yeah. yeah. So after you after come out, ahead. because people are talking about, it and you know, this is coming to pass and it, it actually corroborates other people's stories. The mitzvah in what you're doing, Lauren, is that it's making other people feel like they can speak out. It gives credibility to them because you are, um, choosing to be vulnerable and to put yourself out there. But when you do something like that, and then someone like Donna Karen says what she says and essentially sort of slut shames the woman who is assaulted or harassed or, or put in this incredibly scary, gross, violative, uncomfortable situation. How does that make you feel? Um, you know, it's all the people that came out and said, why don't you come out sooner? Why don't you call the police? Why don't you do that? I mean, 99.9% of them were men. Sure. I think there's something about men that do not understand the female mentality of when something like exactly. this happens. They yeah. just can't relate on any level. And I yeah. understand that. I'm sympathetic to that. Like men just can't relate. They don't understand if something was done wrong. Why don't you tell people like, what's the big deal? Um, I don't know why Donna Karen cannot relate. That's bizarre to me. I mean, but I just look, it tells me what kind of woman she is it tells me that perhaps this has never happened to her or someone she knows um but if that's the case I mean my my advice would have been to keep quiet I don't think that you can possibly have a positive outcome by shaming victims in this case and not in this day and age anyway maybe you know 20 years ago yeah I agree it makes it it actually it's so maybe her age I don't know it's odd it was an odd thing for her to say. And I get well, that. that you, yeah. Maybe she's just trying to be relevant at, at this point. I don't think we talk about Donna Karen much lately. I don't know. But yeah. I, I can't figure it out. Does it upset you or can you look at it oh, yeah. and see for what it is? Um, look, I mean, I can't get upset by everybody that either doesn't believe me or thinks I didn't right. do the right thing or thinks that, you know, I waited too long or I'm lying or whatever it is. I, 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 why, I mean, I can't let that bother me um i'm so so glad that if anything came from this it was that more women felt comfortable coming forward i mean i just looked at the situation and people were mocking these actresses you know people were you know harvey himself said that these were blatant lies people were making fun of their 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 mental health that they would both come public with which i thought was one of the more brave things to do before this ever came out and they were yeah. saying, well, maybe they're crazy, and that's why they're blaming him. And I wanted to prove that I was a smart adult. I was a news anchor. You know, yeah. I had a career. I wasn't some starstruck, you know, young girl who came to Hollywood to be a star. I had no intention of needing or wanting anything from this man, and it happened to me. So if it happened to me and that was my story, I hoped more people would feel better about coming forward. Yeah, yeah, it happened to you because you're a pretty blonde who's sexy. So like, well, there, you who know, knows like why it happened absurd. to me? I mean, it's he disgusting. I'm saying like, vulnerable. yeah, I don't even know that they see something vulnerable as that's giving it. That's almost blaming you. It's not what you put out. It's 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 it's, it's that's just a predator. I'm sorry right, to him. But, you're but to him. You're a beautiful girl. He, it, to, to him, you're a beautiful girl with lovely boobs and <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I not, you know, so he no, wouldn't even he, know. Yeah. 
I think if it was anyone, if it's not Harvey Weinstein, if it's just some dude in a bar, I mean, I probably would have been a hell of a lot less likely to go following him into dark rooms. I would have been less likely to sit there and, you know, really entertain it. I mean, the, the part that got me in the beginning was it was, it just felt really good to be taken seriously and respected by someone of his stature. And he knows that he knows that. Yeah. And then to, 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 and then it's like really deflating because then it feels like all the stuff that you thought, yeah, that all the stuff you thought he saw in you when you gave him that sort of, oh, he's a big deal power kind of thing. And he's interested in me as a human and thinks I'm smart. It's like, then it, yeah, then it knocks the wind out of you because you're like, oh, it wasn't even that. He just wanted to touch himself. It's just it went Awful. from going to, wow, you know so much about, you know, world politics and I'm so impressed with your knowledge to just stand there and be quiet. And it so negates, what happens, yeah, it negates he, everything. So yeah. what happens now, Lauren Savon, what happens to you when, when someone, because I don't know anything about, I mean, when something like this happens and you speak out and the whole world comes calling and, and it's weird, right? What, what? How are you managing your emotional life through this? How are you keeping yourself like mentally okay? I mean, I really just, I want to throw my phone in the pool. I just, you know, it is incessant, the calls and the emails and the requests. And can you just comment? And and every little story that comes out, can you comment on this? Can you comment on that? Can you, I mean, (laughs) I'm saying this tongue in cheek, but hopefully with so many more yeah. accusers out there, it'll, it will spread the wealth out a little bit. Um, well, but is there a part of you? Can, can, can you comment on, no, but is there a part of you that is appreciating like the piece that, that went up today in the New Yorker that Ronan Farrow wrote um, with so many corroborating stories with the right. biggest names in Hollywood talking about their own experiences of, of being harassed. There must be a part of you that feels vindicated I would hope oh absolutely absolutely I mean I felt so validated I saw that and I almost had tears in my eyes because you know it validated my story it validates everyone's story this guy was yeah. a monster he was a monster Ugh. and when you see the huge names that you would never think would need protection in Hollywood I mean would you ever think that Gwyneth Paltrow couldn't hold her own that Rosanna Arquette couldn't I mean these came from famous Hollywood families too and they couldn't even protect them from this guy right. Right. So you have to understand what a big deal he was and what it would have been like to go up against him. And that's why everyone was terrified, too. Yeah. Yeah. But you are speaking out now. How about at work? What are they saying to you at your at your job? Because you're a reporter. Yeah, I am a reporter. It's funny. Um, I've been on the news on the other side of the camera <laughs> for yeah. all this week. But um, my station, um, I I don't know. I mean, I've I've gotten, of course, lovely notes from from people I work with at my station just wishing me well. Um, but I think they just treat me like an employee, like I've always been. So yeah. that's nice. What about, yeah. what do you think about the fact that, that Saturday Night Live hasn't addressed it, that it took as long yeah. as it did for Hillary Clinton to speak out? I think there's a definite difference when it comes to Hollywood. When it, You know, Jenny, you and I have talked about these liberal causes and, you know, not to put down any, any, I don't, I mean, I'm an independent. I don't consider myself of either party. But mm-hmm. when you get up there on a huge stage, like an award show, like Oscars, like Emmys, and you claim to be fighting for women, that you want more women's jobs, you want more equality, that, you know, so many actresses, even actors we've seen 
in the last yeah. two years really spout off about women's equality and how there needs to be more women. And then they stay, you know, for the first couple of days or first week, even silent on this. Bizarre. I yeah. thought to myself, this is where you stand up for women. This is where you come out for women. So I, I hopefully Donna Karen is, is lonely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that people are, I mean, as I said, Hillary Clinton finally spoke out. Uh, it took her a little long. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why it's taken more people, uh, as long as it's taking them. Like, I feel like more people should be speaking out because it is unacceptable. And especially in Hollywood where everybody knows so much of, of the work happens with who, you know, and who says what, and, and, and if it's not handled in the right way, if this Harvey Weinstein story isn't made even bigger in a sense in that industry. And people will say like, oh, what does it matter? There's there's wildfires and there's wars and there's politics. And, yeah, but the fact is, like Hollywood is a giant business. The entertainment industry is huge. And if we're having this issue being overlooked and, and shoved under the rug in that high level, a big money business, then where else is that happening? Absolutely. And let's not forget, it's not just in Hollywood. I'm sure in every no, it's everywhere. In any high of course, when a man when there's one man at the helm who has absolute power over everyone, yeah. I mean, it's very tempting to exploit. And maybe they don't even realize that they're exploiting their power. But yeah. when you have such a power gap and you're, you know, you're hitting on very young, vulnerable women who want to please you, then it's never consensual. It's just there's no consent in that dynamic. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, uh, he he's notorious for being sort of that way with everybody. Unfortunately, N- not just in the sexual sense. He's known as being a creep. And he's like bully. a mean, bad bully guy with with men, with women. He's not known for his kindness. No. So no, it's he's known no. as a hit maker, but you know, there was a, definitely a dark side that perhaps people chose not to see. After something like this happens, and. I mean, I, when I was a kid, a man, a, a man masturbated in front of me and maybe touched his penis. I was like five. And that oh. sat with me for many years because it, it did. And I was lucky because that's all that happened. But I, I had suppressed a lot of my response to it because I was so young that I didn't even sure. know how to process it. When something like this happens to you as a grown up, how does it impact how does it impact you going forward being around men when you're alone with men? What is that? How does that, how do you deal with that? You definitely don't trust them. I mean, when you get it, you know, right. I mean, I was always a little more cautious being alone with men, but there were many, many other instances later in life where I would have to be alone and things would get inappropriate. And you do have to walk that line of being polite and yet extricating yourself from a situation. I mean, I don't know a woman that that hasn't happened to Correct. Um, or at least someone they know. I mean, that's just part of being a woman. And I hope the more everybody talks about it, the more we really expose men who take advantage like we do with Harvey, the more they will be called out on the carpet anytime this happens. Um, hopefully everyone will be more aware and we can change the world for, for younger girls. I mean, I'm thinking back now and, you know, my friend was with me that night and she corroborated my story. I mean, this was 10 years ago, but she was with me and she reminded me like when I told her the story, when this happened, she's like, we were so young. We don't, we didn't even know what was truly wrong. Like what behavior was absolutely wrong. You don't know. 
You That's know, right. these people are older than you. They're way more powerful than you. You think this is how the world works, that this is how men treat women. And you don't know yeah. right from yeah. wrong fully then. And I was 28 years old. I was an adult, but yeah. I was trying to make my way. You don't want to anger anyone. You don't want to ruin your own career. You want to, you want everyone to like you. Of course. Oh man. Well, again, I'm sorry that you went through this. I, I admire you so much for speaking out. Appreciate that you came to talk here after you've been talking to everybody. Um, I think you're amazing. I, I thought you were amazing before this, as you know. Um, <laughs> and I, and again, I just feel tremendous compassion for you that you've had to go through this and that now you have to keep talking about it. And, but hopefully you'll realize more and more that he's just a fucking dick face and you are uh, amazing and it shouldn't happen to you and and you're a really good person for sharing thank you for being back on my show i know i know thank you so all right letting you go follow yeah i adore you okay take care bye-bye follow lauren everywhere at idiot savan on instagram and at lauren savan on twitter s-i-v-a-n i'll be right back